Welcome back to the Resilience Key Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Corbell, and today's episode is a special short life lesson that I felt especially compelled to share with you today. I'll be back next week with a full-length episode wrapping up my series on self-sabotage. So something happened yesterday that inspired me to release this episode today, and that was this. I finally wrapped up a huge life goal that I've been working toward for the past five and a half years. I started flight school in the early spring of 2017 with this goal in mind of becoming a certified flight instructor, and yesterday I finally passed my final exam, and I have my new certificate in hand, and I'm ready to start teaching flight lessons professionally. It was the hardest thing I have ever done in my life. I will readily admit that this whole flying thing, it did not come naturally to me at all, and I have worked my tail off to get to this point. Anyhow, this is no podcast about aviation. It's about learning to channel your inner grit into personal growth and about developing a sense of resilience, right? So I wanted to share the biggest lesson I learned on this journey, and that is this one. You can't force things, and things simply happen in their own time. With my goal, I wanted to get done really quickly, mainly because learning to fly and then learning to teach other people how to fly, it's incredibly expensive, as I'm sure you can imagine. The constant flight training bills were like a mortgage every single month, and yes, I've been fortunate to receive three scholarships along the way. But even so, as time dragged on and the years went on and I still wasn't there, I saw these bills mounting and the debt mounting, and that constantly stressed me out. So I'd put all this extra pressure on myself to meet arbitrary deadlines with this mentality of this thing has to happen by such and such date and so on. I'd compare myself to other people, often who were much younger than myself. I'd see them accomplish milestones I wanted, and then I'd get down on myself because I wasn't there yet. Those two factors created so much inner turmoil and stress and doubt, and sometimes they even manifested in sickness, physically speaking, due to the constant pressure I was putting on myself to perform. I don't think I'm alone in this. Have you ever had a goal in mind, be it career, financial, relationship, and when you don't meet it by a certain date or within this time frame someone else might have set for you, that you get down on yourself? If so... The rest of this short episode is for you. So I learned three huge things through this process that helped me simply accept the fact that things take as long as they take sometimes. One is that you have to follow your own internal compass when you're making a huge life change or pursuing a big goal. I hate to say it, but we are all special snowflakes. No two people are going to have the same trajectory, the same emotional landscape, the same family background, the same advantages or disadvantages, and so on. And some things are going to work out better for other people than they ever will for you. And that is because you're an individual. I have a really close friend who's just gotten into a new serious relationship and it's moving super, super fast, and she's worried what other people will think of her. And you know what I told her? It doesn't matter. She's an adult. She knows what's right for her, and it's no one's damn business what her relationship status is. Only she and her guy know what's up with them, no one else. And it's that way for any pursuit. 
everyone's going to have their own two cents about what you should or shouldn't be doing. Fair. You can give it a listen, but take all advice with a grain of salt. Unless someone's really walked in your shoes, they have absolutely no idea what you're dealing with. Above all else, you need to trust your gut and your own feelings about your pace. That's unique to you and you alone. And let me tell you, your own pace is perfect for you. Two, resign yourself to the fact that you can't completely control your environment. There's no better lesson for that than my aviation journey. When it came to scheduling my final test for this flight instructor certificate, it was like doing Tetris with my schedule. I am always super booked up at work, and I can book out for months and months in advance, so it is hard for me to change stuff or accommodate moving my clients around and such. And when I finally got a date for the test... The first part of it took so long that it was impossible to do the actual flight portion of the exam because of weather. The fog was rolling in. Just FYI, I live in coastal Southern California, and that marine layer always is a factor in flying here. So I had to reschedule the flight portion. And once that day came, boom, this massive weather system finally rolled in and made me postpone it again. I was so frustrated. But finally things worked out and I got it all done yesterday. Had I had a specific deadline for this test, well, it would have been a huge issue. But because I was able to accommodate the weather, I got it done. It's not to say I wasn't frustrated because, oh, I was. But in the end, a slight delay due to factors beyond my control, no big. Lesson learned. You can do everything in your power in terms of preparation, but you've simply got to roll with it if something happens in your environment that's beyond your control. And accept it's not your fault. And you can't let yourself get wrapped up in the frustration. Three, learn to transform your adversities into your strengths. I've talked about it before on this podcast. I had a really rough time growing up. I was born into a highly dysfunctional and abusive family environment, and I even joked today with my friends, hey, I've got every excuse to be a terrible person, but I've chosen to work on myself and not be a terrible person. Anyhow, because of that, it's resulted in a lot of self-doubt and perfectionism as an adult, and I get where it comes from. I, I understand, but it's still hard. And as a consequence, a lot of times, it just takes me longer to learn things because I have to overcome this self-doubt and lack of confidence every single time. Now, I could choose to focus on how hard that is for me, but rather, I choose to turn that into my strength, meaning I have this really good sense of stick-to-itiveness, as my husband says. I'm a long-view person. I'm patient. I set a goal, and I measure my progress in years, not hours. Honestly, one of my earliest memories from being eight years old is this. I was standing in line with my mom at this tiny little grocery store and feeling miserable and sad. And I was just looking at the magazines in line. And I thought to myself, okay, only 10 years from now and I can get out of here and do whatever I want. Now today I could focus on how awful it was as a kid to be thinking that way. But instead I think, wow, I'm grateful that experience taught me patience and focus and biding my time and setting my sights on the long view. Don't fall into the trap of using your tragedies as an excuse. Transform them into your strength. So that's it for this short episode today. 
I really felt compelled to share these words with you. And if you think a goal is taking you too long, let me assure you, it's not. It's just taking the time it needs to. I hope this helped. If you have any input or stories to share with me, I would absolutely love to hear from you as always. You can hit me up on my website at stephcorbell.com or on my Instagram page at stephcorbell, that's C-O-R-B-E-L-L. Thank you so much again for listening, and I will be back next week with the next installment in my series on self-sabotage. Until then, remember, you're more resilient than you realize, and you're stronger than you know. 